Yeah, the the ticket industry is a, is so crooked. It's outrageous. Like it's so it's crazy. That- Anyways, I'm glad you bought fifty dollar tickets though. You guys were were yeah. talking about you know going bankrupt to buy these tickets. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's better than the uh, take a small loan. It's better than the Grateful Dead in Las Vegas that I'm still Whoa. like half half want to fucking try to do, but like I don't. Bro, that is so to. much money. I just want to see something at the Sphere. And, yeah, me you know, too. Like, like, I don't like the fact that the Grateful Dead is what the Grateful Dead is now, but it's a band that like a lot of my friends are into. So like, it'd be cool if my friends were going to the show and like I would I could see the Dead and John Mayer. You know, unfortunately, uh, you love John I was, Mayer. He, I hate big John, John Mayer fan. Yeah, I'm a huge John Mayer he's, fan. He plays better. He's than He's got Jerry. a big shirt right now on. He's got a John Mayer I, shirt on right now. You I do. Can't you can't. It. Yeah, you can't see it. I got a sweater on over it. I'm not going to show show anybody my John Mayer. It's a My shirt. Chemical it's, Romance sweater. <clears throat> it's oh my really god, dude! Tight my Chemical Romance. The Black sweater. Parade. <laughs> Welcome to the Black Parade, Crowder. That's why you're dressed yeah. in all black because you're such a big fan mm-hmm. of uh, My Chemical Romance. My Chemical Romance, but I'm wearing bicycle shorts, so I'm not dressed in all black. Oh, okay. I have some pop. I have my my bright pink fanny pack nope. on too. <laughs> oh, nice, 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 nice. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Dude, wouldn't I, it? I got imagine a, the person that what? Imagine the person, imagine that, the person what? that bought that bought my, uh, my Chemical Romance tickets instead of my Bloody Valentine tickets. <laughs> Lucky guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! I ended up at the My Chemical Romance show instead of the My Bloody Valentine show, dude. Like that, uh, like ooh. You dude. would you would tell <laughs> you'd be able to tell you were in the wrong place, like before you even got inside. As soon as you were yeah. in the line with your ticket, you'd look around for like two seconds and be like, "This is not right. Something is Just very the, off." I think I'm in the wrong class. <laughs> 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 and well also at this point like aren't they they're sort of the same aged fans though so it would just be like emo kids in their 40s and 30s instead of like indie kids in their 30s 40s but i guess mbv probably still has some gen xers too that are like fans like well into gen x whereas my chemical romance is only going to have millennials at the like top of the of the people that would know them so i guess that that there's that it's the oldest dude in the pits 40 and <laughs> you don't want him there he's a, he's makes everybody uncomfortable hey what are we doing here this is, is it worse than it's a podcast with me our crow and hatter the mad hatter harry and the, then there's the robo slush whose, whose name is robert he is hello the traveling <laughs> the traveling uh co-host here chibio Ch- Man, man abroad, fucking uh. So uh, movie night, yeah. Movie night, that's right. Mm-hmm. Because toot, toot. Beep, because beep. and and the movie is Shaun of the Dead because it has a guest appearance from the best singer ever to be known to singing universe land, Chris Martin from the Coldplay playing band can, Coldplay. Can we just point out this oh. fact right off the bat? The homeboy for like a few years after this movie kept saying that he was a zombie. And then somebody on his like PR team or somebody had to be like, no, bro, you basically played yourself. (laughs) Uh, No, he is a zombie. Yeah. Where? When they're coming up out of the fucking, uh, out of the bar, 
when they use the the thing to get it coming out at the very end, uh, he's walking in zombie shit like across the screen in the background. Mm. The only thing I could find is when he's doing zombade at the end. Oh, that, yeah, that's that, there's that too. But he's one of the zombies. He goes, ah, oh wow! Like so a- he was. He, so contextually, he was two different characters in the same universe. That's wild, man. And and wow. if if that's true, because I watched a, a YouTube video, it showed it. You could find the footage with like arrows pointing, being like, "That's him." He done. That's he so done funny. with the, with the makeup and shit. Uh, I thought you were saying that he was still like, "No, I am a zombie. I'm Chris Martin, and I am a zombie <laughs> and a singer, pop star singer." That's who we're talking you about that this, later song? this month. That's yeah, zombie. That's about me. It's about me. I'm Chris Martin. Everything's yellow. That song's actually about the lead singer now. Yeah. Of of <laughs> the Cranberries? Yeah. She came back to life? Did... <laughs> yeah. Too soon, I guess. I don't know. Pro- probably. She's a national treasure to Ireland. I hear. Ireland? I mean, she's awesome. She, she was. Is. Is if she's a zombie, I guess. Yeah, I guess cranberries were okay for like a '90s alt rock thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I gotta let it linger sure, or nothing. But <laughs> but you could if you'd like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? That's where I'm at with this one. Everybody have a good night. That was the podcast. <laughs> Just making them shorter and shorter. Yep. <laughs> Yep, that was a linger joke. That was fun. That's Chris Martin, we Coldplay. Yeah, you know, you know, we don't need our opinion of Shaun of the Dead. You should just go watch it. Just go watch it. It's fine. I mean, it's I think really that if movie. we're not making references to '90s alt rock bands in a podcast that references a '90s alt rock band, we're probably doing something wrong. So I'm glad you let it linger. <laughs> after all, I'm I'm usually doing something wrong anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, uh, this movie's by what's his name? Edgar Wright has Sean Pegg, Pig, or Simon, Simon Pig, Simon Pegg, Simon Sean, and then uh, and then the other guy, Nick Frost, bigger. There he is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Those guys. C- zombie comedy that kind of sort of just seems to be. Uh, Ninety percent throwback Easter egg jokes to their to their TV sitcom Spaced. Mm-hmm. Okay, which they I brought a bunch it, of actors too. So like, <laughs> um, the whole movie's kind of like you have to be in the know to get half the fucking jokes, and you really got to be paying attention for the jokes. And I appreciate that um, to a degree, I, I suppose. It does kind of get a little annoying, but like after watching it a couple of times this week, it was definitely at a point where I was kind of just trying to roadmap all the references and meta humor and fucking references to other things that these people had done, you know, like and the, even points in the film. Like the uh, dog looking up shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The dog looking up, the... Was it how? How's that for some fried gold or a slice oh, yeah. of fried gold? Fried gold, yep. Uh, but even then, within the movie, like the the humor is very cyclical, in the in the aspect where like early in the movie, uh, Sean is telling Ed 
where to shoot the gun in the video game that they're playing. Yep. Which is also what, Time what Splitters game, t- too. T- which yeah, a movie or a video game about time zo- traveling zombies. Right. So uh and then later on in the pub Ed has the exact same conversation telling Sean where to shoot the zombies in the pub. And like, there's that's, like yeah. There's the constant, like, that's who, the whole movie. <laughs> I mean, there's so many good shit like um what is it? Like the whole uh when he gets dumped by his girlfriend, Nick Frost fucking tells the entire plot of the movie to Simon Pegg about them getting drinks. Like, right. uh, he goes, <clears throat> Bloody Mary first thing, a bite at the king's head, a couple at the little princess, stagger back here, and bang, back at the bar for shots. Like, each of those is literally a point in the movie. So it's Yeah, that's it just describes amazing. exactly what they do in the scenes when they're yep. going from place to place. And and so like the attention to detail in this movie is uh, pretty unreal to some degree, uh, and also I kind of feel like the the main point of the film, like maybe they kind of just didn't give a shit about. They were like, but here's we're gonna reference everything all the time. We're referencing ourselves, referencing ourselves all the fucking time, and that's gonna be it. That's our movie, okay? Yeah, cool. With zombies, right? Yeah, with zombies. Gotcha. <laughs> I was a huge fan, like even back in the day, but even more so like watching it for, you know, the podcast, but the parody shots of pre-zombie and post-zombie and how similar and how like they just frame everything. So you're like, you almost at times are like, I mean, even the time when his stepdad comes into the store and the way he kind of moves, you're like, the zombies happening now yet? But like they kind of space it or set it up so that when it does happen, like he's so oblivious that he doesn't fucking see anything. And I love the goddamn store when he goes to the store the two Slips times on the blood. He always chips over that curb, and I just fucking love it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and he, he, just, he, uh, he thinks the one guy's asking for change for again. Change. Yep. Yep. Does doesn't it's, pay any attention. Uh, I was actually hoping that they would lean into that a little bit longer in this mm-hmm. movie. Because, and, I, and I do kind of feel like once they start killing zombies, it drags a little for me. Uh, uh, even though it, it still leads to great shit, and it's a lot of fun seeing zombies get their head knocked in. Or uh, have vin- vinyls thrown at them. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, I guess. Yeah, like that. I, I, I could have done without that part, sort of. Uh, no, I know. Uh, the whole... Yeah. I mean, the, the girl in the backyard's great for a way to discover what they're already discovering because they're watching TV, but then... Uh, yeah, but they girls. weren't really like believing it per se. Right, they weren't paying attention. Yeah. They were flipping yeah. through the channels. So, so that's a that's a fun way to discover that something's going wrong. But I still wish they would have kept it a little more oblivious, just for my humor. Uh, might not have worked. Who knows? Like Mister Mister Magoo style. <laughs> yeah, the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, it's a. It's a it, it functions on a level of a good buddy comedy. Like, I mean, whether or not it's stupid, it like, and, and, and I think that the fact that it's, it, it knows it's tongue in cheek. And so like the, the dumb humor is a meta, a meta joke in and of itself. Like you're saying it's referencing space. I haven't seen space. I know of space. I've probably seen an episode or two here and there, but I don't know any of the characters or any of the reoccurring themes, but like as a standalone movie, it's pretty tight. 
And, like, the fact that it keeps telling you what it's going to do and then does it to you and it's still sort of a surprise when a character dies or something happens is actually very impressive. And, I mean, in 2004, like, what kind of movies were out and what was coming out? Like, I feel like this was a breath of fresh air at the time. Like, now it probably feels a little dated in the sense that, like, more people are making movies that are re- are self-referential or are like you know like Deadpool's and shit that are like breaking the fourth wall like things that are super meta but like I don't think that when this movie came out that was happening a lot so I think that that this I, movie benefits from the fact that like as a historical piece of work it actually was ahead of its time and so that's what makes this movie really cool still to this day to me is that it does an impressive job of being a dumb buddy comedy while still being snooty and above it all and being like, we're smarter than you. Ha ha. Watch this shot that we I, did six different actually, ways, you know? I actually think that this movie was more of a uh, comic response to the the uh, upswing of zombie movies. And Well, I was just going to uh, say, they, they actually have a reference to 28 Days Later in the movie. And I think I think that's more of what it was exactly like a, a complete reaction to 28 Days Later. And, and well, especially because they're maybe, both British, yeah. Yeah, and maybe at the time the uh, <coughs> the the remakes started happening of the the Night of the Living yeah. Dead's um, Resident Evil was happening around that time, I think too. The Resident Evil movies, and they were quite bad. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, they were. They, Resident they were Evil movies, those, but those were part of that re, that thing where Twenty Eight Days Later got famous, and then you had the fallout where you started getting all these other uh, bigger budget zombie movies. And so I do feel like that this this movie was was and yeah, it's still it's a, it's a, it makes it a referential or a good reference for a historical uh, trend and a place and time, you know. Um, but in a slightly different way, where it is it is kind of a reaction of like, <laughs> look, these fucking zombies are everywhere. I'm not even gonna pay attention. <laughs> like I don't I don't even I don't I, even give I a mean- shit. Sure, but I and even even if 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 you come from that angle, it's still a well done buddy comedy. Yeah, oh, in yeah. that mm-hmm. framing, which it, it, I mean, like at that time, like those movies were very, they were serious. They're taking yourself seriously. Like Twenty Eight Days Later is like a very serious film. Even the Resident Evil films, when they're like they're trying to be campy <laughs> at some point, but they're also we're trying to take themselves seriously. Like these films were trying to but take the themselves T-virus. seriously. This movie is just like. There's nothing serious about zombies and there's nothing serious about these films, you know, and laughing in its face and being like, this is a movie about drinking beer <laughs> and drink, really drink you know, a like, beer and getting your girlfriend back. <clears throat> the Winchester. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love so trying, that, uh, they, trying to hang like, out with your buddy, but trying to keep your girlfriend to hang out too. <laughs> their whole, <laughs> these early movies with Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg, like they felt so just, like fuck yeah like having a blast like kind of rolling with shit too like the whole uh uh what cornetto trilogy aspect is probably the most funniest thing in the world because they literally just fell into it and had to roll with it because like the whole thing was that they had the cornetto because of being hung over and that's what they would yeah. do well, and the then first thing that cornetto that Ed... yep like pick it up with cornetto so then when they're on their press tour, Cornetto hooked them up with free ice cream. So when they made Hot Fuzz, they were like, let's do that again to get free ice cream, which they did not. <laughs> and then somebody mentioned something about it. And then they just were like, I think Edgar Wright was the one that like referenced that French film, Trois Colours or whatever. 
and then like oh, okay. going, yeah. So it was more so like not, yeah, <laughs> but in that funny way of like, uh, I'm just doing the same thing, man. But like literally off the seat <laughs> of his pants, yeah. <laughs> I was making a a buddy fucking you know thriller sci-fi horror fucking comedy thing here, man. Like just doing three of them with these guys. And we got ice cream, so you know that's, there it is. Uh, this is, uh, I like Hot Fuzz better. Oh, Hot Fuzz has by far always been the more super- superior one because even <clears throat> by the time we get to the world's end, it's very. It doesn't help that people were getting that one confused with, uh, what's that Seth Rogen one? Yeah, the end of the world or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. World's end or I don't know. Because the, the world's one where end, they, they go to heaven and hell or whatever. Yeah, because they have all those like uh, cameos and guest spots from people, but like World's End girlfriend, <laughs> uh, fucking. I'm trying. Is to this find the it. end? This, oh yeah, this this, this is, is the, the end. end. There it is. Yes. All right. So I think those came out sure. very similar times. So people got. I think were there was confusion in the titles, but. I mean, I think that I think the loser, the being a loser, and like, okay, so Nick Frost is a loser in the second one. They're both losers in the first one, and then the third one, he's a loser. Like, I mean, yeah, okay, you've done this film so many times. Like, the, it the first one is like slightly different than the second one, and the second one slightly different than the first one. But the third one feels like it's just Shame. trying to rehash the two of them. Hot Fuzz, Hot Fuzz has an interesting premise because it's like making fun of cop films in a certain way. And, like, you know, it's it's a slow build. Like, a lot of cop films tend to have, like, action up front, whereas all of the action is really at the end of that film. Like, it all happens at the end. I mean, there's some moments, of course, throughout the film. But, like, mostly it's a huge reveal, and then the last 30 minutes is bonkers. But it's two hours of being the slowest film on planet Earth. You know what I mean? Like, it requires yep. you to, like, sit through and, and get some character building, world building, and watch this these buddies become buddies. Which is interesting, but at World's End was just so try hard to me. Yep. I mean, and like it was like it, it literally just like aliens. yeah, just wanted to be fucking uh, Shaun of the Dead with aliens, basically, right? Oh. Yeah, and also, it felt like they were just like trying to get the magic from those other two films that were so good and rehash it. It felt like a money grab instead of a yeah. a new movie yep. and a new idea. Like somebody you know, asked like, them to do it, and and then like bribed them. Yeah, like Simon Pegg, Simon Pegg was probably already in like the Mission Impossible movies by that point. Like they were no longer like Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg. Like when those movies first came out, I thought Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright were like a duo that would never separate and were always working together. Whereas like later on, it was clear that like Simon Pegg's just like a superstar now and Edgar Wright's doing his own thing, you know? But like those movies Edgar were like, Edgar Wright's fucking I think, pretty big too. No, I know he's big, but I'm just saying at that yeah. time, I think they were more uh linked together in a moment yes. whereas at that point it was like can we get you to get out of your work schedule of three films each a year to do you know what i mean like it's not it's like they weren't the making last... it the, for the joy of making it they, those other movies feel like they're joyful you know it's like the last season of arrested development when they came back and like none of that fucking connections were there because nobody like filmed together because of fucking scheduling and shit and just did not <laughs> feel like arrested development so, yeah, <laughs> the world's end was, I just remember being like, really? That's that? And the Cornetto for that one is supposed to be mint chocolate chip for the aliens. Like, I, that, <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah, that one's a little bit of a stretch because the yeah this the shot of the dead's what red for the blood of the with the zombies that blood that makes so sense. strawberry original and which Mitch is Chocolate blue Chip. for the police yep. and that makes sense because it's a cop movie you blue and green well I don't know aliens like, fucking oh, aliens sure, bro yeah it's whatever it could, uh, but what greens. if they're the grays if they were the grays they weren't gonna be green so I don't know man like, yeah I don't know gray ice cream is kind <laughs> of disturbing too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't want anything to do to that. Uh, not really. I mean, I'll try it, I guess. I don't care. Gonna die from fucking something. Anyway. Do you notice the... Uh, enough things in my body that aren't good. Do you know this is one scene where you can see uh, Sean's full name? When he's... Uh, when they're drunk, when they're, when they're pissed, I should probably get more of the British terminology. <laughs> when they're like hella drunk and they're doing the Knackered. DJing thing. And they, uh, they have a, he has a poster behind him when their roommates like, like basically berating them. There's a poster behind him that says, uh, his full name on it. It's like, uh, was it Sean Smiley Riley or something like that? So Sean Riley. All right. Yeah. See shit like that. Just all over this movie. Like there's no way that you can't be entertained by this movie just from how minusculely detailed it is. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. When he goes back to the the corner store after the zombie outbreak, uh, the guy on like the DJ on the radio is talking about the dead ri- or, uh, people rising from the dead, but he's saying in Hindi. So that's where it's just writes off is just because you know the guy is of runs a liquor store, very common in the U.S. too, where like you'd hear stuff like that. But well, not yeah, the did. dead rising. He doesn't, he doesn't yeah. know what the fuck it's saying. He just exactly. walked right past yep. it and fucking. I, lo- I love the part where the, the the roommate, so when they walk home from the bar and they're ignoring the fucking zombie oh, yeah. mayhem that's <laughs> happening around them, uh, which is a fabulous scene, you know, the the singing back and forth of white lines. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> As you know, you're supposed to say bass, or at least freeze. <laughs> fucking... Uh, when they come home and they're playing the playing with the records, and the roommate comes out, the last thing that the Ed character says to the shitty the dickhead it's, roommate is, uh, "It's not hip hop." What is it? He's dead next time I see him. Oh, I love and his little next, line. <laughs> the okay. next time you see him is he's when they when he breaks into the bar, and he's dead. It's the next time that Ed sees him. At least is when he comes into the bar and he's dead, and, and he runs in and says, "Sean, look at who it is." I love his fucking, (laughs) I love when his roommate's yelling at him and he's like, and and you're playing your fucking hip hop and he walks away and Ed's all like, it's not hip hop, it's electro prick. Like the way, (laughs) but like to himself, like not to him. (laughs) Yeah. Just like fucking idiot doesn't even know that it's fucking not hip hop. This, <laughs> this movie's up there with like super troopers to me, where it's like you start laughing at just the way they say something. You know, like there's just the inflections and the delivery and everything was intended the way it was. So it's <laughs> it's it's a fucking good one. Yeah, that is uh, not worse than three eleven. I'll tell you that much. No. No, no. This is a this is a good standalone film. This is a good standalone film. I think that in the trilogy context, fine. But like, I think it's, I think it's a good standalone film, and it's and it's worth revisiting. Um, 
Yeah, I it's mean, been a little I'm bit not since like I've a watched huge it. Satire fan or whatever, or like you know, a fan of, of of parody, but like I think that I think that they do a good job. And as a film that's that's making a critique of something, fine. But like you can watch that film and not have to deal with any but of it's that still, pretension of that ideology. It's it, but it's like a it love still letter. Follows, well, it still follows the tropes, right? The 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 person that has nothing going for them all of a sudden is the fucking leader. Like when shit hits the fan, you know, like that's hell of uh, a zombie trope or end of the world type of trope for sure. And we haven't yeah, even the- glossed on the fact with the, the similar parties of like, his old college mate. Oh my God. <laughs> that, that are all, all of those people are from sitcoms. That yep. Those yep. people have starred in the, the main girl is, I believe Simon Pegg's, character's girlfriend in space in space yep 100 so and that's why they keep being awkward they, when they run into each other it's amazing uh what's his name matt lucas is the version of ed and he's that bald dude that was on the great british bake-off for a little bit okay all right <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah hell yeah hell yeah yeah there's members of the office in there yep uh, oh yeah there's like uh the, what's the, his name um yeah well he was in the off he was in the british office but he was also arthur dent and uh he played yeah. uh bilbo what's his name i can't think of his name I, I can't think of his name either martin freeman there you go yeah huh uh-huh. nope. he's yeah. he's he's the significant other yeah <laughs> uh those those moments are pretty are pretty funny like the i mean that's They're, the fact that they they do that over and over again throughout the film and like you say you have to be in on where they're from but you don't you also like i'm not yes, i didn't there's know that, that they topical were in other sitcoms, side like well the topical side of it is, is oh there's just another party and they're like identical like you even if you didn't know anything about who the, they were or the the meta on it like that in it itself is fucking hilarious like especially right, how they even nod to layer. each other exactly but you were saying the tro- the trope thing, how like a normal person becomes a leader or a hero, and in this case, the normal person just continues to be the most normal, mundane person. Yeah, like yeah. they don't do anything <laughs> different with their day than everything they did the previous day. It's the exact same shit. He goes to get her back, gets kicked out. He does this this next day, except now he's bringing her out, and now they're going to the fucking Winchester again anyway, which was the thing that they were going to do and they've been doing, and they end up at the Winchester. And the only thing that saves them at the Winchester is that they ran into the other group. Because the other oh, yeah. group goes to a yep. place that's he, actually a reasonable well, that's, place to go. That's why he got she everybody goes killed. She literally yeah. goes, Oh, okay, well, good luck then. <laughs> like, the moment of really, that's where you're going? <laughs> How many of you are left? There's just the two, two of us, right? Two but she's of like, the whole party is left of hers. Clearly, you can get that from the read. And it's like, no, uh-huh. he, he just failed like he would have failed yep. and the only thing that I, saved him was <laughs> dumbass luck you know <laughs> he also burned down his bar so like, <laughs> he just he lost everything yeah but basically. you can just use a uh, zombie labor rebuild it oh yeah, yeah <laughs> fine sure yeah that's okay <laughs> have fun do it that whole thing i love that they had like mx uh, the mxc style fucking show with zombies at the end yeah yeah like just putting them through like obstacles and oh man i was gonna say that there you know there'd be like places like zombie fights or like uh you know like betting on that kind of shit so the fact they even kind of start kind of hint that that's fucking gold dude fried gold 
A little slice of fried gold. <laughs> yeah, this movie's I'm glad we great. get to watch that movie. Yeah. It, yes. This, this is the best it. part about uh, Coldplay is is this is the How best did I thing for- about Chris Martin is is Shaun of the Dead. He's a zombie. He's he he's a he's himself, and he's on the soundtrack with a band called Ash. Oh, Wonder, yeah, we didn't even wonderful talk, song. We didn't even talk about some of the music. Like they like there was definitely That's, like emphasis on music in general. Even even if it wasn't played in the movie, like the whole thing when they're throwing the vinyls, there was definitely like, oh yeah, get rid of that one. <laughs> Well, when they they, like, fu- they pull out the fucking Prince records, and uh, he won't let him throw Purple Rain or Sign of the Times, but then the Batman soundtrack yeah, comes up, yeah. and they're both like, yeah, throw it. <laughs> you don't want the bat dance, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Batman soundtrack's not that bad. That was, really, a, that was an original pressing. Like, just shit like that was fucking pretty good. Like, it, and that's what I'm getting at. It's when you watch this movie multiple times, you start to like nitpick or not nitpick, but you start to dissect it and you start laughing at the most stupidest shit because you realize what they're doing or like, then you know it. So you're just laughing at like the way they look at something, you know what I mean? (laughs) And then people look at you like, why are you laughing at that? They just, (laughs) they just looked over there. I'm like, yeah, but the way they did so hard into the detail and the different references and stuff in this movie that even the first zombie girl that you is, see uh, get in killed, the montage, and or, she's she's in the beginning montage, but they released a a one off comic, comic book about uh, how she became a zombie. She got it. Yep, written by Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg. Still, like, that, that's got, fucking wait wait way to way to shoot for the A plus guys. They th- uh, thanks. I, I suppose I haven't read it or anything, but uh, I appreciate the effort. The extra effort. Oh, I think it's amazing. And those are the types of things that, like, even if they don't get recognized, you know? I didn't know about that comic until, I think, one of the last times when I got super, like, watched it and started just, like, reading Easter eggs type of shit. Well, fuck, I only know about it because I was, you know, doing research for the episode. No, I, I only know I about, about it just now. Fuck! I'm gonna look it up while we're doing the while we're wrapping this up. I'm gonna look it up and see if I can buy it. So, what's it called? Yeah, something about Mary. Yes, the, it's literally there's something about Mary. <laughs> Mary comic, but uh, Edgar probably. Wright, Simon Pegg, probably. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's movie. how did I, how did I if have to like... watch fucking House of Gucci last time? But now I got to watch a fucking good movie. That's good. Yeah. I'm blessed. Yeah, We're blessed. It's a good movie. We are movie. blessed. The only time I'll ever say thank God for Coldplay is the fact that I got to watch Sean, Sean <laughs> the Dead. <laughs> dude, it's I, all been yellow, though, dude. Uh, it's it's I will definitely say, one of my favorite like uh, comedy horror movies. And comedy horror is not my favorite thing either, even though horror movies do tend to apply in. comedy pretty often. It helps. You know, you, you loosen people up, then you scare the shit out of them, and you loosen people up. and But it only blah, works because it was British. Like, the fact that they did it at that time was the only reason it fucking worked, dude. An American version just would not nail it. You know what I mean? The, the dry wit. The, I mean, just the British comedy in general is what makes that yeah, fucking movie gold. 
Well, the, the the American version would be like that. Uh, what was that fucking Jim Jarmusch movie? Uh, oh my god! Re- yeah, that came out like a few years ago. What was it called? Oh god! Bill Murray and uh, and Adam Driver. Shit. Yeah. Oh fuck. Uh, not, not Night of the Living. Something dead. Something of the dead. You fucking mom of the dead. The dead don't die. The, the dead, dead don't. don't. Yeah. Fuck your mom. Whatever. Oh. That movie was uh was silly and dumb and interesting and a, totally a Jim Jarmusch film. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I didn't like. But I didn't hear like, Jim Jarmusch. When no, I hear no, Bill no, Murray and Zombies, I think Zombieland. So I was like, that's where my brain went. But I was trying to remember mm, uh, Jim mm-hmm. Jarmusch. <laughs> What a cameo. Yeah. (laughs) Damn it. I just want this fucking. Dude, it's so old now. Like, you might have to hit up eBay or some shit. Like, who knows, dude? Yeah. All right. This is like half my life, anyways, looking for fucking graphic novels and comics online. Dude, I had an old, uh, like, an old portal turret, like, desk thing that I had back in the day. And uh, it broke because of some bullshit. And I went, it's like, hey, I should probably see if I... It was like 30 bucks when I bought it, right? I went to go see if I can, like, replenish it because, you know, I'm doing better in life. And that's a fucking collectible that I liked having. $250 on eBay. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah, but yep. I will probably be paying that in the next. Year I wish or I knew something. where my Nintendo sixty four <laughs> games were, dude. I'd be selling those off left and right, brother. Uh huh. Yeah, right. Oh my right. god, hundreds and hundreds of dollar games, dude. Like, there was a Smash Brothers, like a thousand dollar game. Yeah, no, dude. one of the the yep. Smash Brothers ones, like one of the biggest fucking ones right now. Like I think one without the box and like a torn up label still sold for like. Like thousand something or something like that, like yeah. like ridiculous. Dang, like, I was like, "Fuck, man!" I, I had like a box no with these fucking games in them. Yep, exactly. Oh well, stuff well, I mean, sucks. It goes away. It disappears. It, exactly, and then you want dude. It. Yep. And then it's like five times. Always as much keeping money. the wrong. Or stuff. you keep it around and it just fucking clogs shit up, and you're like, "When the fuck am I gonna need this?" And then you get rid of it, and then right. like two years later, oh fuck, man, I got rid of ah. Like I had a Game Boy, a gold Game Boy from Nintendo Power. This thing was sick, dude. Don't have it anymore. No. Rough. Well, you're not getting it back. No. So. Sold it at a, sold it at a, a garage sale for five dollars. I don't even know what happened to it. That's the sad part. At least I would have gotten five dollars from that. I think it just got lost in the world. So I'll give you five dollars for the Game Boy. <laughs> Maybe that's what you got. Just go go find somebody and just walk up and be like, "I'll give you five dollars for the Game Boy." Sooner or later, whoa, 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 somebody whoa. will have one. So is uh, Coldplay next week? Are we doing God. Coldplay next week? It's not next week. It's the end of the month. So a week after, right? Or is that next week? Uh, uh, no, I think it's I, this is week a leap year after. thing. Well, this, yeah, the, the, the end of the month would be on the f- two weeks from now. First of the month. Two weeks from now is the first. 
from, yeah, uh, from Saturday. Say. We normally do it on Sunday, so two weeks from Sunday would be the third of March. Of March. Yep. Oh, so that's you next say month. at the uh, end so of that I month. I guess is... we are are doing it next week. Then okay. Oh man. Yeah, I mean that's fine. We'll get it out of the way. It's better off. No, I just got to keep listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know me too i'm almost done but it just gets worse and worse not that i'm here to talk about that right now but it just just gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse we'll see them I'd next wait. week to tell them about how worse it gets by the time their emoji named songs and the last I, album i am really <laughs> blown away at how many songs i've heard and just never knew the fucking name you know what i mean <laughs> So many times, so I was like, "Oh, I've heard this track," and it's like, "Oh, I didn't even know that that—that's what it was called." So this is a different track. I've heard this <laughs> track. I thought it was the other track. Coldplay, Coldplay. Ooh, toot, toot. <laughs> See you take next time on Dragon Ball Z. Take me back. Fuck take your me mom. back to Weird Al. Fuck your mom. Export? <laughs> <laughs>